Not content with your content? You've come to the right place. The Discontent Show with Joe Kuzma. Every brand starts with a story. Here's how you can grow your business by sharing it. Now, with today's topic, the host of The Discontent Show, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Discontent Show. My name is Joe Kuzma, and I'm once again here to offer you some otherworldly advice, some strategy, some suggestions, and just some things to help you be more efficient with your content marketing. And today I'm going to be talking social media because, of course, even if you have, I always talk about brands, I talk about businesses, I talk about clients. But for some of you out there, you're hobbyists, you have a blog, you have a podcast, maybe that's an added kind of seen as a hobby in addition to your business that you're trying to push, maybe trying to monetize something, you have a, a widget or a gadget or a service or something that you know, you're know you good at and you're trying to get off the ground. And how else do you get that word out there other than, well, pretty much social media. As you know, I have my five pillars of content marketing and among them are blogging, podcasting, emails, of course, the email marketing, also a big thing. And then uh, the other being if you get into like being an author or you have some type of incentive on your website that is ebooks and the ebooks kind of stands almost on its own, but it, it they really all do. But the one that's right there dead in the center when I intentionally numbered these the way I did on my website is social media. And social media is kind of one that's almost outside of your control because maybe you don't own all of the means and methods in order to reach that audience, but it's the one that's unique because unlike anything else, this is going to be the primary driving force in order to get everyone's eyeballs on your blog, your podcast, to sign up for your email or to purchase or view an ebook that you've created. So you you can be easily overwhelmed because social media just sounds like such a cover-all umbrella blanket term, and it really is. That was a mouthful just in itself to say it because you've got Facebook, you've got Twitter, you might be on, it's going away, but you might still be on Google+, and that's tied into Google Maps. It's tied into YouTube if you have a YouTube channel. There's Pinterest, there's Snapchat, there's Instagram, there's LinkedIn. There's, I mean, you're already overwhelmed just by hearing me say all of these. How do you manage all of these things, Joe? And I say, you know, the other few episodes ago, I think I mentioned some Pro, uh, different products, different services, different programs that are out there that can help you maybe more efficiently, effectively reach your audience. And, you know, you don't have to sign into Facebook. You don't have to go right on that page and then sign out and go to Twitter. Or if you manage multiples, uh, as I may mentioned before, I always advocate separating your professional and personal lives. And on Twitter, you may have just a, a personal Twitter that you might tweet some of this stuff out to. You wrote a blog post, you put it on your company or on your brand's Twitter page or profile. But then you want to retweet it personally, too, to reach some of the, you know, your inner circle, some of your friends and family that follow you closely for other reasons. And it's a whole different bubble. It's a different audience. And those circles start to overlap. And that's a good thing. But what ends up happening is, is that you're 
logging into all these different accounts, whether it's on your phone, whether it's uh, on, you know, you have a web browser open uh, on a computer or a Mac, whatever it is that you're using in order to facilitate all this and, and using a Hootsuite or a Buffer or any of these Deliver It or any of these programs that help you blast out the social media all at the same time is great. But what if I could take you one step further? What if I told you that there was something called Ift, which I actually mentioned probably in one of those uh, past episodes that are in the archives uh, over on my website or wherever you're listening, it's there. But I didn't really get into what Ift is, and it's spelled a little funky. If you go and search for it on Google and you can't remember this, Google's forgiving. It will suggest it. It is IFTTT, so it's IF and three T's. And what that stands for is if this, then that. They used to call these little scripts within this program when you sign up recipes. I believe the name has changed to applets, but it works the same way. And it is just incredibly easy to get configured and get going. It's really, it's it's a one-time thing. And then you just kind of check on it, make sure it's operating the way that you want. A lot of trial and error here, but I'm going to offer some of my favorite applets in order to help your content marketing, help your social media marketing, because primarily what's going to end up happening with IFT, this isn't going to be the way that uh, you would maybe use IFT or other people might think of it as home automation. You could do certain things like turn lights on on a certain time of day or tie different things together. In fact, IFT, even right here on their website, as I look at it actually on their homepage, is the free way to get all your apps and devices talking to each other. Not everything on the internet plays nice, so we're on a mission to build a more connected world. And what that does is, well, some of the examples is like if you're talking to, you know, your Amazon Echo or Dot or whatever it is that has Alexa built into it and connecting it to other things. Yeah, that's great. You could automatically light the way for the pizza delivery guy because you kind of integrate this with a Domino's pizza app. Um, you can also use it for social media purposes and a lot of your internet connected world world deals with trying to tie your blog or podcast or anything else or even email newsletters together with your social media so you can post the photo anywhere and and see it everywhere like if you post something to Instagram you can have Instagram kind of just you know push on over and knock on Twitter's door and just send that over there without you having to do anything else other than setting this up configuring it one time and you know there are some shortcomings with this I will put an asterisk next to it because you're dealing with robots you're dealing with automation it may not always work the way that you like So I also recommend that you keep an eye on it. You massage and tailor this to your own needs, but I'm going to offer some of the ones that I personally use that I like that don't seem to kind of make things look screwy, make things look too robotic and and make it look more natural. Because of course, I always advocate that you still do some things manually. You're still going to want to engage with your audience and build community, but this helps you reach people because if, like I said, if you tweet something, you, you tweet it as soon as it comes out, you have a new blog post, you tweet it, you're tweeting it in the afternoon, you live on, uh, I don't know, the East Coast, and you're on Eastern Time, you're missing the entire West Coast. That is if this isn't your entire intended audience. Don't forget the internet, open for business, 24 hours a day, 365 and a quarter days a year. Yeah, because you get the leap year every now and then, you get that extra day. So I toss that in there too, just to keep that in mind. But th- this is a way that, you know, if you're on Facebook, 
you know, those type of posts, they last a little bit longer. I've covered that before. Uh, Instagram can be tied into some things when you're dealing with images. So not really getting into the meat and bones of, you know, creating that content. If you want to check that out, head on over to the website, joekuzma.com. Head on over, subscribe, check out some of the past podcasts that I've done, wherever you may be listening, some of the more popular services, uh, including iTunes and YouTube that I make sure you're subscribed to. And even some of those things, yes, I'm using Ift in order to tie all those loose ends together. When a new podcast drops uh, and uh, you're following, let's say, the Discontent Show on Facebook, I have it set up that YouTube will ping over to Facebook and say, hey, look, here's a new episode. Uh, anything that's on my WordPress blog will end up going to Facebook or Twitter. So let's cover some of those items that I really like and how you can figure some of these things. And I'm going to just start. I love that even it tells me when I log in, it says recommended for you. And I've already found a couple already. You're going to find new things when you go on here. You don't have to mess with it all of the time. And this is what's really great is because this is going to save you time from having to log into all these individual accounts. And I mean, even going on to like a Hootsuite or a Buffer or one of these things where you manually post, you're copying links, you're copying titles, or you're, or you're typing out descriptions and things of that nature in order to post to Facebook and Twitter and that. This is all going to be done automagically is what I like to say for you. It can pull the title and it can pull a link and boom, rifle it off to Facebook. Boom, rifle it off as a tweet to your Twitter profile. Now, keep in mind that if you manage multiple accounts, as I was talking about earlier, you can really only set this up to go with maybe one you know, Twitter account, one Facebook page. But you could always set up multiple IFT accounts if need be and kind of daisy chain these things together in order to have a really robust automated process. Now, again, one of my caveats is, is make sure it's not too robotic because you may have somebody, as far as just putting the title of your show or sharing the link out there or a blog post or any of that stuff is fantastic. That's going to save you time, but you want to make sure that you're monitoring comments and things like that. If you have a smartphone, you could always set alerts for those type of things too. You may even be able to use IFT in certain special circumstances to even notify you or help you log some of these things as well. So I found a few just on my own that are kind of neat. And you're going to find some others that you may even like just personally, such as backing up Facebook photos to Google Drive. But um if you wanted to share your Instagram posts to LinkedIn, you could do something like that. You could share YouTube videos to Twitter and Pinterest and Facebook. And I really do use this quite a bit for Pinterest especially. And I've gone through and there are certain like applets as they call it. So when you first set this up, you're going to see this big, big window that just says, uh, it, it's probably going to be blank. You could find some of these applets that people have already made and run and they're kind of predefined and you could just fill in your own details. But if you don't have something that necessarily fits what it is you're looking for, you could click on new applet and it's going to say, if this, then that, and this is going to be colored in. And when you click on this, it's going to take you to choose a service. It's really just a couple of steps here. So you would pick something like Twitter. And then once you pick Twitter, it'll say 
you know, new tweet by you. Okay, you send a tweet. It triggers every time there's a tweet. You can include replies. You can include retweets. You could create the trigger field. Then you go to that. Well, what's that? If this, if on Twitter you tweet something as you just told it, what do you want it to do? Do you want it to send you an email just to let you know they have a backup of it? Do you want to send something to WordPress or Flickr or Gmail, LinkedIn? There's so many options. You can even... Now, this doesn't work uh, necessarily with Hootsuite, but you could even uh, do a tandem combo here with Buffer. Just a buyer beware on that is, depending on how you structure your Buffer queue and things to be posted automatically, Twitter doesn't like duplication. It'll reject it. You're going to get some uh, error messages from Buffer, and that's quite okay because what you can do is you could retype that, even add a space, add punctuation, change, uh, abbreviate a word, add some words, change the description, and put that back in a Buffer queue. But guess what you're not doing in Buffer now? You're not handcuffed to the copy-paste world of having to grab all of this stuff off your blog because it's going to auto-magically populate your Buffer queue for you. So some of the things that I like to do uh, now with Buffer, you're only going to be able to send it to one profile that you have set up. So I like to tweet things more often since tweets tend to expire almost instantly. You'll get a best of depending on what you follow, like in an individual email that helps you expand and reach some of your audience. You probably get that individually. The people who follow you also get that too if it's something that's uh, been engaging and, and gotten some retweets, replies, favorites, things of that nature, gotten a little bit of juice from that tweet that you sent out. Out. But otherwise, you're going to want to try and hedge your bets and have things get sent out. If you're if you're a morning person and you want and you're not covering the evening, you're busy, whatever it may be. You you work, you you have dinner, you go to bed early, uh, you have kids or other responsibilities. That's a okay because this is going to be working. This if is going to help. It's going to be working for you. It's that 24-7 type mentality. So here's some of the ones that I really like. Some of this is going to sound a little redundant, and I'll try and explain some of them as well. But I got, like, for example, one on YouTube. If this kind of floats your boat and you're a YouTuber, uh, YouTube, I kind of lump YouTube into the podcasting, even though it's more video. It's the same type of uh, it's it's in between social media and podcasting, and really, I do intend to talk more about YouTube here in the future because YouTube's on fire. It really is. It, it, it's a unique animal, and if you let this thing really, <laughs> you can let all these things overwhelm you, and this is how you tame the beast. If you have a new video that you've uploaded on to YouTube, how do you get this out to everyone else? Well, I have it set so it will go to the Twitter for my Buffer account, and then Buffer will based on the predetermined schedule I've set up on that application, it'll end up tweeting that out for me at a later uh, date and time. Another thing I like to uh, pair up with Buffer is anytime I do something new on my WordPress blog, I don't have to worry about now managing and, and putting that out right away. Another thing that's kind of cool with that too is, is if you put it in Buffer and Buffer isn't set to like share now and it goes into a queue and into a schedule, then if I forgot something, which inevitably happens as you're writing or somebody finds a mistake before you actually get it out to the other masses on social media with Buffer, then uh, you have an, you have the ability to make edits or corrections. Uh, you might have a few hour buffer period or whatever that may be. <laughs> I use that kind of as a pun there, but you get my drift. It gives you a little bit of leeway. Plus, if you are a morning person, you want to hit the lunch crowd and you set up your buffer so anything is being posted to your social media profiles, your different networks, 
around lunchtime, Eastern time, noon, 11 a.m., something like that, maybe 1 o'clock, all depending. You can catch some people that might be playing on their phones as well. So, again, 24-7, always working for you. If you happen to do a video on Instagram, you could have it set up to tweet as a Twitter video, which is very cool because Instagram, as you know, I have a love-hate relationship with, and it doesn't always play well with the rest of the Internet. Well, this is what IFT is designed for is to get Instagram, tame that beast and kind of bring it all full circle. You could do another thing I like to do is log some of my social media posts, some of my blog posts, my podcasts into a Google spreadsheet where it looks works just like Excel, but it works on the web. I have a bunch of these set up where let's say I do an Instagram video or I do a new photo. Uh, they go onto my Google sheets, which is pretty cool. So I have like a whole log of YouTube links and then therefore, I don't have to go to my YouTube channel to go look for a link to share if I go to send it back out and buffer again. Because again, if you're running a good social media campaign, you got good content marketing, you just don't post these things to your social media channels just once. You're going to do it multiple times and this allows you to go back, log it, copy paste it, things of that nature. And it's very much a breeze to set this stuff up with IFT. Uh, let me see. I got a couple more that are in the spreadsheet. So uh, another application I use uh, there, there are many that are like this, but Slack is one that I use to communicate with a lot of people in my own, uh, you know, kind of profession, kind of almost like our back office, so to speak, uh, communications. It works as kind of texting people, and I have it that if something new gets posted, everyone's alerted within Slack. That's something that's pretty cool if you use Slack, too. I know there's some for some competing products, such as a Microsoft Teams or other. Uh, you could even do Skype and stuff like that here with it. Um, another thing that you can do is, and I love this, is when I have something new that's on my WordPress blog, any type of new post that I make goes to a Pinterest board because Pinterest is kind of like almost like the redheaded stepchild as so to speak. Hopefully none of you are redheaded stepchildren. I apologize in advance if you are. There's nothing wrong with that, but you still, you know, like trying to, if you're operating Pinterest, any of these programs, I mean, you could set them up. Uh, you may have to pay more in order to use like Hootsuite to get it to play well with Pinterest. Not anymore. Screw that jazz. You can end up using Ift and make your life a lot simpler and everything goes to your Pinterest board. And now it's out there for anybody who is searching for certain things. You're going to show up now in Pinterest. And I know that is going to appeal to a lot of people. It's right here and it costs you nothing to use with Ift. Uh, automatically, I have tweets from my blog posts. I share new posts to Facebook pages, YouTube videos over to Pinterest. And I also like to sync Instagram photos to a Pinterest board. Of course, I use different boards for videos and for photos. So those are things you may have to set up in Pinterest ahead of time. And you'll see as you go through the operations and the configuration those five or six steps that IFT has you do. There's a lot more that can be set up too. I have some that I've shut off just because I necessarily don't like the way that it operates, but you can choose to operate as you do because this is your personal preference. You can have anything new added to Buffer. You could have WordPress put things into a Dropbox folder or account for you. You could archive new posts to Evernote with a notebook, which is a cloud notebook if you've never used that program. RSS feeds, if you're not familiar with those, it's something that sits behind your blog. They're hidden actually, but they exist even for like iTunes 
iTunes has them, different feeds. Uh, that's actually what you submit if you have a podcast or whatever podcast provider that you use with iTunes. That's what you submit to iTunes. So you have a feed. You can use that and have that go into Buffer. Uh, you can have it go other places too. Actually, YouTube has one that's hidden. That's what I was starting to say before something else popped into my brain. You can post Instagram videos to Twitter, of course. I mentioned that earlier. Uh, you can even create uh, new post drafts. I mentioned this program called Trello that I like to use for some project management tasks. You can even create new WordPress blog posts when you create a card just by the card's title that you put in Trello. That could fire right off the WordPress and make a new post for you with the title already in place. Now, again, the robots and automation, one of the reasons I actually shut this one off is, is because I, I'm always thinking and I'm always changing my mind on stuff. So you may change that title, but at least that puts it in there. Maybe it makes, it'll make a draft for you with that title. So even if you do change your mind, if you don't happen to go back to Trello and look at it and see it in your you know kind of task list, in your queue of things to do, you may go into the back end of your WordPress blog and there it is. There's a draft and you won't forget about it. So it's still a handy tool for some people that may use that. And of course, you could tweet your Instagram photos as native photos on Twitter. But if you already set up your Instagram account to work with Twitter or Facebook, um, you could always hit that little button to share as you're sharing something from Instagram. Now, the reason I don't do that, and I use Ift to do it rather than using the share button within Instagram, because you're probably thinking that I could just do that, Joe. Well, depending on the Appellate or depending on the way you do it from uh, Instagram, Instagram's owned by Facebook. So Twitter, of course, plays around with those type of things and kind of alters them. And it'll append this really ugly just kind of Instagram link instead of the actual photo. So when you find the right Appellate on Ift, rather than using a share button within the Instagram app, or uh, if you find the wrong Appellate actually within Ift itself, because there are multiple, you're going to see, you're going to look for something that you want. Oh my goodness, there's a dozen different options. It's going to be trial and error based on what you like and the style that you want to present. And the style I wanted to present was something a little different. So I don't use the share button within the Instagram app. I've, I found uh, an ift process or applet here that does just what I needed to do. And that's grab the actual image and post it as a Twitter photo rather than some ugly Instagram link or a Facebook link or anything like that. Now, if you share it to Facebook, it will show as an actual photo. So I don't want to get anyone worried there, but this is one way to really tie Instagram together because my top three for social media by far, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and they all have their positives and negatives as discussed on prior episodes. So I'm really interested in hearing uh, maybe in the comments what some of you think about if, if you use it or if you go to get started, what are some of your pitfalls? What are some of the complications that you see with this or what do you really like? What do you want to learn how to use? Go ahead and ask me because I may cover it here on a future episode of the Discontent Show. And I sure hope that if, if this, then that, don't forget it's three T's, if ttt.com. I really hope that this tool helps save you some time in your day, save you some grief and aggravation and helps you better manage and just work on this content marketing stuff to help build your name, build your brand, just shout it from the mountain, right? This is going to save you some time because we all know if you log into Facebook, you're going to end up seeing Aunt Nancy's post with some cats or grandkids or whatever it may be. It's just going to detract you from your day and you're not going to get what you need to get done here. 
set it, forget it. You work within your blog, you work within your podcast, you don't have to do anything else and it's all going to integrate there. And of course, I didn't really get into like email and stuff like that, but there's ways to do the same thing with programs such as MailChimp for your email and tie all of these things together with Ift as well. So again, if you have any questions, comments, leave them. I will find them for sure wherever it is you may be listening. And thanks again, once again, for doing so. My name is Joe Kuzma, and I always encourage the listeners to be safe, be good, and we'll catch you later. Hi, folks. This is Joe Kuzma. (laughs) No, don't worry. You're not hearing things twice. I'm just here to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening to today's show and being a follower and subscriber of the Discontent Podcast. And I want to remind you that if you're interested in more information about all the various things it is that I do, whether it be about this show, content marketing, or you want to ask a question, you may visit me at joekuzma.com. That's J-O-E-K-U-Z-M-A dot com. Or you can follow me as well on Facebook. Make sure you get the page and not the personal profile. Sorry, it's only for friends and family. Also on Twitter at Joe underscore Kuzma, LinkedIn or Instagram. Also, don't forget, if you haven't already, subscribe, whether that be on iTunes, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider so you don't miss out on any of the great episodes that we have. Once again, thank you again for your support. And I look forward, as always, to speaking and interacting with each of you again soon.